1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast and oh my god, if you're watching the video, what on earth are you looking at? Look at all this stuff, look at Peter gesticulate wildly. I've got a monitor there, if I turn to look, it's because there's a monitor there where I can look at stuff. Peter is, is pointing at a huge television screen that's behind us. Uh, it's got the Triple Jump logo on it, all sort of neon 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 it's very exciting we've got fake bricks on the wall don't don't ruin the magic we've got real white plastic bricks on the wall yeah which is hugely exciting mm. and uh, this is our brand new podcast space we of course are sharing it with our uh wrestle senpais yeah cultaholic wrestling who i think have already unveiled this on their channel they have we are the first to record in here but our podcast goes out after theirs so you will you may have already seen it but we were here first if you're not
0: watching on the video version of this podcast and if you haven't watched cultaholics video podcast
1: welcome what are you doing it's like the uh, it's like the chicken hat all over again, isn't it? The chicken hat. We were there first, yes. but it went on Cultaholic first, which is very sad. Mm. Sad state of yeah, affairs. Yeah, we, we bought the chicken hat. We did, and we made a video, but it didn't go out until no. then. Anyway, my name's Ben. <laughs> my name is Peter. Peter, are you excited to be here? So excited. Uh, I think this is either laughter or applause. Okay. <laughs> right. That was a total gamble. Yeah, we don't have don't have headphones. We on. don't have headphones on to monitor. No, what, I mean, the headphones
0: are there, but they're they're so far away. Which one's the the funny the funny 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 man
1: or woman? That's the wah wah wah. This one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe. It's a tote It's still going though. I oh, know it stopped now. Now some of these are cultaholic stingers. <laughs> okay. For podcasts and stuff, we if don't you have like any like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit. That's one that they use. Yeah, we hear that a lot. We are also underneath an office upstairs which may present new audio Fun, creaky noises.
0: Yeah, no more hype train and no more someone doing the Hoover. Well, I think
1: we'll get the hype train because there's an awful lot of vents on this wall yeah, and we're still well facing the train through. line. True. So we may get even more hype trains. Okay. Uh, it's very exciting. We're thrilled to be here. Mm. Uh, this setup is probably going to change significantly yeah, over the next out few weeks. Issues. Exactly. We just spent half an hour trying to get the lights right because they were reflecting off the TV. We're going to get additional lights at the back which illuminate the real bricks. It's usually exciting. Yeah. This is a video game podcast, though, as I already mentioned. We are sponsored every single week by a brand new company. I've got the ad read here. It's how we were able to afford a room like this. It is. Thanks to sponsors such as... Such as Dreams. Dreams, Peter, is a video game where you can create pretty much anything it that is. your imagination can conjure. Is this a real sponsor? This is not a real podcast. This was in fact made in dreams. I'm sorry to shatter your entire universe, but this is actually a podcast within dreams. It may look real. It may feel real. In fact, you at home listening right now, what are you doing? You're walking the dog. You're driving to work. You're sat on the train. It's all in dreams. I'm sorry to shatter your entire universe, but all of this has been created in dreams. That's how good a tool dreams really is. It is. You you idiot. How could you even think it was real? God. You had your breakfast. You went to work. You listened to this podcast. Surprise! It was all made in dreams by Noob Slayer455. Someone's
0: just controlling you with the the motion sensors in your yeah. PS4 controller. Just waving you around.
1: You should have known when you were bouncing off the ceiling and smashing into all the walls. Yeah. that Actually, maybe it wasn't real life. However, that is also a huge lie. Oh, thank God. You idiot reality is what we perceive it to be don't worry that was actually not true well is it real sponsor is it is reality really what we perceive it to be pinch me i'd rather not well then how am i going to know well exactly it's a mystery the real sponsors peter are of course the wonderful patrons at home listening to this patreon.com forward slash team triple jump if you support at any tier and there are various tiers available but the minimum is one dollar if you support at any tier in a financial sense you'll be able to ask questions on this podcast we do a weekly podcast post asking four questions it goes on a tuesday and i put the running order together on a wednesday so you've got sort of 24 hours to submit your questions people who've managed to do that yeah include david lever Correct. Yes. Would you like to know what David Lever said? No.
0: I mean, you put together the running yeah, I already order, know, so you probably have an idea. I already know. David Lever says, are You guys a sucker for sales, or are you good at resisting them? I get drawn in pretty easily. I even used to buy games I couldn't run, on the off chance I'd have a better computer in the future. <laughs> My Steam library is horribly bloated from humble bundles. Also, what's the best thing you've ever gotten in a sale? For me, it's probably getting Mario X Rabbids for like £10 hmm a fairly boring answer for this yeah in that i normally tend to resist sales and therefore i can't even think of the best deal i've ever gotten in a sale oh dear that's my contribution to no it's not quite. that's a really good one uh i've got i've i've had uh i've got a couple of humble bundles um through the york's cast jingle jam Mm -hmm. years ago like sort of three or four jingle jams ago um and uh yeah, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff on there on my Steam library that I've never played and never will. Right? Can you name
1: name one of them? Arc, Rust. Yeah. Uh, is VVVVVV on there? It might be. Yeah. Because that's definitely one I got in an indie bundle, a uh, humble bundle, years and years ago, and I just never played it. Cube Men or Cube World or something like that. Sounds I think like on one. There. Yeah. Sounds like one. Mm. Do you have uh, Steam Dig? Again, that's another one, probably. Mm, that I don't exists. think I do, but. What about um, Stick Fighter? Also sounds like one that would be included in Humble Bundle. Yeah, I think Stick Fighter may be, yeah. Uh, What about
0: uh, Table Water? Table Water is, uh, yeah, Table Water Biscuits.
1: Mm. Yes, Mm, delicious. Mm. Did you ever get, complete anecdote time. Mm, Right. Did you ever have Water Biscuits as a child? And and you were told, these have got like no calories in them whatsoever. I still have Water Biscuits. Oh, Christ. Okay, well, that...
0: Not as a snack. I mean, like not on their own. Is what I mean. I have them with with chids. Okay,
1: they're just such a nothing biscuit.
0: I do not like water biscuits. Just be a cream cracker or get out. Oh yeah, no. I normally get cream crackers, but I'm I. If if I had the choice of cream crackers or water biscuits, I wouldn't mind. The only thing, the good thing about cream cracker is it's square. Mm. which means it's very easy to put bits of cheese on it, slices of cheese.
1: And also you can't fit
0: the whole thing in your mouth in one go. No, that's true. You have to be careful. Whereas a water biscuit is round and therefore it's difficult. To... Oh, really?
1: I had uh, rectangular oh, water biscuits. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, okay. But they do taste an awful lot like water. And, uh, <laughs> and it's just sort of, I'd almost rather be drinking water. Well, it's just nice to have the crunch with your cheese, I think. I suppose. But then just, you know, cheese is so bad for you anyway. What's, mm. the, what's a water biscuit going to, how's that going to mitigate that? Well, no, it's just it's just a nice texture.
0: It's not about whether it's good or bad for you. Okay. Anyway, I'm glad we did the water biscuit chat. Because we got that out of the way, didn't I we? didn't really have anything else to add to this it question. Does say it's in a good here, question, though. It does say in here, water biscuit chat. Remember to have the water biscuit chat. Yeah, we did do it. it That's fine. Yeah.
1: As, as a non-PC gamer, mm. I have never borne witness to sales, really. Um, right. But I'm very aware of their, especially on Steam, how much they they destroy people's wallets and therefore livelihoods. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation has gotten a lot better about their sales mm-hmm. in the last few years as as we move more and more towards digital games. Um, so I've 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 bought a few things. I, I did actually talk about it on the podcast at the time. That the Resi bundle Resi four five and six for yeah. about fifteen quid. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's generous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. That's a bit generous. And uh, I also recently bought real farm real farm it's currently retailing for 34.99 guess how much I paid for it in a sale uh I, w- I would like to add that I don't intend on playing it it's just I kind of wanted to own it because it was so cheap because of the discount mm-hmm. and you say recently you got it I did yeah okay like a couple of months ago
0: and it's 34.99 it's 34.99 now what about uh 499 24p. 24p, 24p. What? Yeah, it's, it's such a specific number it's as well. Very. I don't know it's how not it even was calculated. p or
1: nope. Real farm for a brief period was 24 pence. That sounds on like the a glitch. PlayStation store. No, it was. I read articles about it and everything. God. There were two games that were. One of them was like 39p mm. and one was 24p. But I wasn't interested in the 39p. No, that's one. too much. But I thought, for you. well, for the hashtag content, maybe we'll need a farming game at some point. Twenty-four p yeah. seems like a decent investment. Hope you claimed it back through the company. Ah, uh, wow! I did it, business expense. It's a bit too bit too rich. Yeah, to to, to really putting through the. I mean, you know, we had other things to spend money on. Yeah, there's no way twenty-four p could not have have been afforded. Get from on the that budget. Patreon, God, <laughs> absolutely no, it's fine. Um, I've just realised
0: I. I mean, I bought Resi Four recently in a sale. I don't even remember how much it was, but it was like a fairly good price. It, it seems
1: discounted.
0: Yeah, um, but uh, I. I have remembered something I bought on Steam in a sale, yeah. which was a huge Star Wars games bundle pack. I can't remember what the name of the bundle is, but I've got like seven Star Wars games that all just arrived at the same time in a single oh. purchase. I've got like Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, mm-hmm. uh, Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy. Yeah, I think Star Wars Bounty Hunter, Battlefront 2, as in the original Battlefront mm-hmm. 2. Maybe even Battlefront 1 might be in there as well. Uh, and then like Star Wars, Starfighter and Jedi Starfighter, those two okay. two flight sim games. Yeah, loads of them really, all I in one bundle. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's good. That's quite impressive. I can't Would... remember how much I paid for it there, but it was it was on sale. Right, which is the stuff? Right, there we go. That's yeah, surely games. picked up. Yeah. That's some creaking, Creakums. What was the um, What was the Star Wars game that uh, Bioware made that everyone loses their minds over? Was that KOTOR? the RPG? Uh, yeah, that was. And they're on. Are they on PlayStation now? Is that what you said? You, were you talking about Steam? No, I'm talking about Steam. Okay. Because um, I'm, I'm not sure that they are on PlayStation. That's no. the one I'd really like to play. Yeah.
0: No, I don't think they are on PlayStation. The okay. um, the new, not the new, the Jedi Outcast is on PlayStation now and yeah. Jedi Academy is coming soon. Okay. But uh, no, I don't think. KOTOR is.
1: Well, I'd like to play those at some point and I want to do it from my PlayStation. Yeah. I know I could go right now and mm. buy it on Steam, but I want to play it on my well, PlayStation. Well, for a
0: time, and I've been assured by people in my chat on, on live streams recently that this has been fixed, but for a time, KOTOR didn't actually work on Steam. Brilliant. So it would had just been like crudely ported and apparently not tested at all mm-hmm. because uh, if you booted it, the menu just wouldn't respond because it was built for a controller. Or maybe it was that they'd all, uh, the only testing that had been done was with a 360 controller plugged in and they'd not tried it with mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. But from what I remember, I booted it up really excited to play it. And like my mouse wouldn't allow me to select anything on the menu and I couldn't get past it.
1: Fantastic.
0: But I think it's now been
1: fixed. I've not tried it though. You but... would hope so, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would hope so. Peter, it's time for a section that's might be a little longer than usual. So oh, it's really? a good thing we're getting to it after only. 10, 11, 12 minutes, however long it's been. It's time for What We Play in Oh! Peter, it's What We Play in Time. Mm-hmm. What We Play in Time.
0: Uh, time, we've been playing. i not been playing games because I've been in London, but played a, a little bit of a game. How was London? London was good. Um, I, at time of recording, I went on uh, Friday morning and I got back on Monday night. I had a four day weekend. Okay. Um, so. That means at time of recording, there's only been two days available for me to play video games. Right. Uh, one of those days, Tuesday, I spent just doing all the things that I should have done on the weekend, but I was in London. Uh, uh, but because mm. I knew that what we play in was coming up, yeah, I quickly played a bit of video games. What did you do? Uh, I did a tiny bit of Crash and then got bored almost immediately <laughs> of doing the same run. Yeah, over and over. Still I'm, on that last thing, last last uh, last little bit to get the relics. Yeah, um, and then I switched on Bioshock, <gasps> which I
1: did. You did end up getting it.
0: Get in the end. I yeah. was
1: wondering because the games have now gone. They, they? Have. the new games are out.
0: Yeah. Um, so uh, as I'm sure most of the listeners are aware, it was available on PlayStation Plus as the as the free game uh, for February. The whole Bioshock collection, in fact, not just the first game. Yeah. Um, And my Plus ran out in uh, January, which was annoying because uh, I really like Bioshock. And although I own it on Steam and have owned it on previous consoles as well, I I did really, really want to get it on my PS4. So I was debating for a long time, like, is it worth me signing up for plus and how much should i start to sign up for because normally i sign up for a full 12 months because it's better value yeah but i was like i don't want to sink like what is it 40 50 quid yeah i think it's 49.99 or 45 pounds something i don't want to sink that right now so in the end i got one month mm-hmm. which means essentially i just bought bioshock for 6.99 right but, you know that's still a good deal no it's not bad at all yeah so uh played the opening of bioshock one which is Oh, it's still really good, isn't it? It's a very good game. It's a very good game. So spookums. Yeah. And uh oh, it's that that weird aesthetic, the sort of uh the art deco architecture, and then all the splices with their weird masks on and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's all it's all quite cartoonish, isn't it? It is. It's, it's like definitely. they've
0: all come from a masquerade. Yeah. Yeah. But it's great. I enjoyed it. But um yeah, that was, you know, thirty-six hours time that I had to quickly play some games for the
1: podcast, so that's it. Nice. Yeah. What about you? I've played a few things. Mm -hmm. Uh, I continued uh, Bioshock 2 at home. Um, Are -hmm. you going to sit down and you are just going to creak forever? Oh, this is going to be a real thing, isn't it? It is. I think it sounds like there's a toilet up there. Oh,
0: boy. I heard a flush and now I can hear a a hand dryer. dryer. (laughs)
1: Fantastic. This is, uh, you know what? We don't know how it's going to impact the recording. So let's just assume it's fine. It might not be audible. It might be fine. It's definitely audible. Yeah, it's, I can see it on the levels. It's de- Okay, never mind. Good. Well, anyway, Bioshock Two. Talking from being uh, sort of flushed away, mm-hmm. um, I am making slow progress with that game. I haven't played much of it much okay. more since last time, but uh, man, I do feel I can see the game. I can see the game development in it. Like yeah. I can see just how it's designed. where right. Every time I get to a new area, I know that I've got to find the little sisters and I've got to go into every room and make sure they harvest the Adam mm-hmm. while I protect them. And then I've got to deliver them. And that's on me as a player that I feel a compulsion to do all of that before I move on. But I just feel it's it's an extension of what I was saying last week where... I reach a new area, an open-ended area, and I just think, okay, that's enough for now. Yeah, I can't be bothered to, to even start exploring this right now. Yeah, I feel like I take one step forward and then I stay in an area for like two hours mm. and then I get to take another step forward. Right. And it's just very slow progress. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but it is a bit tiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm persevering. I am still enjoying it. But sometimes I feel like it could move a little bit quicker than it is because it seems to be designed with intending for you to hang around in these areas for a while, Yeah. Um, which is why they're bigger, I suppose. But it's just, man, I kind of want to move through things a little more rapidly. It's you know? As you say, it's
0: it's the kind of thing that makes you want to turn off and also the kind of thing that doesn't make you rush back to turn it back on again. Right. Um, you know, in the same way I've said before multiple times that I struggled with The Witcher 3 just because mm. it's. I turned it on for the first time and thought, oh, God, oh, there's so much. It's, oh, Jesus. And, you know, that's a good thing, certainly in The Witcher, maybe not necessarily in Bioshock 2. Maybe, mm. maybe it is. Uh, but yeah, it can be very daunting.
1: Yes, I think that's mainly it. I think it's just when I start it up, I think, right, I'm in a new area. I've got to find... How many little sisters? Okay, I've got to find a little sister. Have I, got... Have I got... I've forgotten I've got a little sister with me because I just got killed and there's one waiting for me outside the, the Vita chamber. Mm-hmm. Pick that back up. It's weird. It says strange things that make me very uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, and then we got to go farm those, those people again, burn through all that ammo and then pick up the money and then buy more ammo and do it again. Uh, and I feel like... While the story is intriguing to me, there's not enough story stuff happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's sort of get to an area, work your way through all the little sisters, find kill a man, find a few audio tapes, and have uh, Sophia La- is it Sophia Lamb? It's been a long time since I have played that. I game. think Eleanor is the child. Right. So, m- Ms. Lamb, mm. uh, she she sort of taunts you over the radio. And then you move on to the next area. And I don't feel like I'm doing anything meaningful yet. And I've right. been doing this for a few hours now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm 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 sure it will change. Yeah. And I'm not, not enjoying it. Okay. But I am ready for it to speed up. Yeah, That's where I am with Bioshock. Mm-hmm. It's not all I've played, though. No? Played a little bit more Resi 6 at home. That oh, yeah. game is stupid. It's very silly, isn't it's it? It's a lot of fun. I just did the bit last night with... Uh, from Chris's campaign, which is the action campaign in a game right. that has a lot of action <laughs> yeah. anyway, and uh, yeah, it just transitions into you driving down the world's longest uh, highway on the back of sort of a Humvee with a gun mounted on it, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a bit where you you're chasing Ada Wong who's in a sports car, right. and it keeps cutting to clips of her, and it looks like she's being she's like the clip is fast forward. Uh, being fast forwarded and it's almost comical how fast she's going around corners it doesn't look real or right, right. Um, but there's a bit where you go around corners and you're banking up a hill and you do a full loop but there's never any road above you so the game is sort of auto generating this road in front of you but it doesn't make structural sense oh, because you're going in a circle up like you're winding back on yourself, but there's nothing there's never anything above you. You're like driving up a spiral staircase and exactly. road. But there's no there's no spiral road above you. Until it's, you get to it. It's really weird. Right. It's just sort of placing it in front of you. Like Gromit. No, like just like Gromit. Yeah. It's a very silly game, but there's a lot of fun to be had with it. And I thought the the danger rumbers again. You remember the death rumbers? Yeah. They're great, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Ridiculous prototype, something or other. It's just death rumbers. How did the bus get in the car park? There's a lot of buses in that car park. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I
0: always that's just the first thing I always think of when that
1: game comes up. It's my favourite. Yeah, it's my favourite bit. Uh, right, I've played the Final Fantasy VII demo. Of course Final you have. Final Fantasy VII remake demo. This yes. is an extended version of the, e- the EGX one, mm-hmm. and it's actually the first the whole first bombing run from the very start of the game. So it's basically the first 40, 45 minutes of the game. God. Which is it's... very generous. Well, it is given that this is going to be an episodic
0: sort of chapter release. So how yeah. much of like the actual the whole first act do you think that's going to be?
1: Well, I don't... Hopefully not it's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. The first disc of Final Fantasy VII, which is roughly the first part of this, right, yeah. will take you in the game between eight and 10 hours right. thereabouts. Uh, and this is really sort of fleshing out that first area with side quests and things to do and new dialogue and perhaps new characters and stuff, just sort of building on that universe that exists already. Um, I streamed it, uh, so the stream's available to watch now twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. You can go click on the, the videos tab and watch that and that'll mm. be around for like another week or so before it disappears forever. Uh, i thought it was really really good good music's great voice acting's great typically japanese with the, huh, uh, 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 hmm. <coughs> yeah mm-hmm. make sure you had headphones on for right for that bit yeah. um but combat's great as well i i think it's really good and it got me thinking and i'm glad that steven asked this question The Final Fantasy VII Remake demo was released this week, and it got me thinking if games releasing demos can be the deciding factor for someone purchasing the full game. What do you guys think? Because you don't really get many demos anymore. No. And I feel like this is a stroke of genius, and I wish more games did it. Not necessarily giving away so much, but, you know, just just the first 10 minutes of the game. is Like, this game is so highly anticipated that to drop... The first forty-five minutes of it for free, mm. a week, uh, you know, a month before it comes out. That's a that's a pretty brilliant idea, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, the only like semi-major release recently that's done
1: that is um, Medieval. Yeah, you know, other than uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, it wets appetites. Mm. It uh, gets people excited. I don't think anyone's played this and thought, "Well, it's not very good, is right, it?" Yeah. Uh, so. I think I'd I'd love to see more games do this. Mm. And I think it's a shame that we don't get more games doing this. Uh, Because imagine if, for example, what's a game that's hotly anticipated? Cyberpunk. Yeah. Let you, because Mass Effect 2 did this when it launched on PS3, and I'll always remember that demo Mm -hmm. as being a really good one. It let you create your character and then it gave you a long string of code that you could write down, which would, when you got the full game, you'd enter that and it would give you the same character. Mm. And, And it let you play through the opening mission. Where in Mass Effect 2, everything goes very wrong. Yeah. But imagine if Cyberpunk did that. Here's the first half an hour of the game. Mm -hmm. A month before... Jesus. Did you fall over up there? A a month before Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. You get Mm -hmm. the first half an hour of the game. Imagine what that would do. Yeah. People would go crazy for it.
0: Well, it's a nice... It's it's funny that, uh, you know, the two examples we've got at the moment are Final Fantasy and Medieval in that, like, even... Having a demo in and of itself is like a throwback to the '90s, you mm-hmm. know, like when there used to be demo discs coming out of your every orifice. Uh, you know, now with these two remasters slash remakes, you've got uh, you've got demos available for them, and it is a nice. It is. It takes. It sort of takes you back to that, like getting a little little taster.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. I will. Mm. I will buy this. Yeah. I will. Delicious. Yeah, mm. and because it's free everyone can try it. So yeah. people who aren't necessarily familiar with Final Fantasy VII but have undoubtedly heard all about it for the last few years will actually be able to give it a go and think, is it worth my time? Exactly, yeah. Is it worth my time? Uh, but in terms of the game itself, uh, it looks looks really good. good. And it's very exciting. Uh, I have heard a couple of worrying things from uh, game critic friends mm. who have played it for a few hours um, that it might potentially be a bit linear which sounds stupid because the first disc of Final Fantasy 7 was pretty linear mm. but it by all accounts might be leaning more towards how Final Fantasy 13 did things right. which was big long corridors yeah. with fights along the way and then cutscenes at the end mm-hmm. rather that, cuz the original game had areas of of limited exploration you'd be able to walk around like the, yeah, the slum and things and, yeah exactly yeah. uh so Hopefully that doesn't impact too much. For me, the power of nostalgia is just going to carry the whole thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Ultimately, the fighting is good, which is important, and the story and the voice acting and the music is good, and that's probably all our need. But... Temper your expectations a little bit, perhaps, mm. if you're getting crazy hyped, because it may just end up being a lot of corridors.
0: And it looks like the story is mostly intact. You know, they've recently released another trailer which shows the honeybee in and mm-hmm. Cloud in a dress, yes. uh, which some people wondered whether there might be some sort of editing on that. Still don't know if he's going to get into a hot tub with a bunch of men and yeah. have them make sort of strange homoerotic. Slash homophobic remarks. Well, I, not homophobic, but just
1: yeah, it's just sort of. Uh, He's repulsed by it. Yeah, it's it was an aggressive stereotype. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, which is perhaps quite quite dated by today's standards. So that might not have made it in. But. Maybe not. But they got the cross dressing in. Yeah, and he looks beautiful. He does. What a beautiful man. I would. I know you would. <laughs> you dog. Um, very quickly, let's talk about dreams yes. as well. I've streamed dreams as well. Mm-hmm. That game is astonishing. It is. Uh, it's it's absolutely mind-blowing. I d- we haven't talked about it much here, and there's been a lot of, not necessarily negativity, but people wondering, how do they market this game? Are people going to buy it? They've not marketed this game, mm-hmm. and I don't know how many people have bought it, but you can basically just make anything in it. Yeah. It's so impressive, and I called my stream, It's the YouTube of Video Games, because that's kind of what it is. Yeah. There are some astonishing things people have made, and it's only at the time of release, and I know there was an early access period for a long time. Yeah. It's only been a few weeks since it came out. I intend to go back to it perhaps once a month just to see, just to see how developments have come along. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes everywhere from sort of budding designers who just want to make something cool to people who are recreating, entire, like I played through The Stanley Parable, in right. dreams that yeah, someone had that. recreated entirely, mm-hmm. uh, and then also, and I can't say the word because it's a naughty word. Let's say flip posting. Okay, there are basically loads of flip posting and meme levels, including the uh, the quest for cheese, which mm-hmm. is the Wallace and Wallace level that I played yeah. with all the uh, cartoon characters in and stuff. It is so much fun mm-hmm. to just browse through and see all the stuff that people have played. Um, but something that has come up is what Tyler Hundtoft asked about. Yes.
0: Tyler asks, with Dreams being so comprehensive, do you think that remakes in the Dreams game will be more prevalent and might detract from big budget remakes? I don't think so. No. I think that what is happening in this (laughs) building? Uh, I think that like remakes uh, will be prevalent. I think that's definitely true. But, you know, as you say, you know, it'll be sort of hobbyist, uh developers people who just want to have a bit of fun maybe it will it will allow people to who've, who've always wanted a remake of a certain game it will allow them to just make it themselves or hope that someone else will make it for them and that's great mm-hmm. but i don't think it will take the place of proper big budget remakes because you know the the developers that are out there as great as dreams is as a tool they have a, a crazy level of um you know they've got they've got budgets there, and they've got access to resources like you know say original, you know original assets from games that they still own. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's always going to be a level of quality, certainly for the equivalent of AAA games from the nin- '90s and noughties. I think if you want to recreate the likes of Stanley Parable, which you know, as, although it was very successful, it's essentially a, you know, it's a relatively simple game when yeah. you break it down. Then, yeah, you know, that that could almost be like for like kind of recreated in Dreams. But um, in terms of, you know, something like Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. I don't think Dreams is ever going to be quite capable of redoing that entire thing. Yeah,
1: you're you're absolutely right. It's I think Stanley Parable is the example just because the guy who made it was in chat and uh, not the guy who made Stanley Parable. But right. the Dreams remake was in chat and said, oh, can you play my level? Um, which again is you know kind of the magical thing about dreams mm. it's, oh I've made a level can you would you mind playing it yeah uh, and it, it it was such a brilliantly well done remake that people were saying in the chat. Like, you know, I've, I forgot for a minute that we were even playing Dreams. Yeah. So it's just, it just looks and feels like Stanley Parable because it imported the voice files. Mm, yeah. And the brilliant thing about Dreams is for the more complicated levels, you can view sort of the roadmap of the levels and it shows all the strands going off to the different scenes because mm. you can see very briefly where it loads you into another area. Yeah. Um, and it was just this huge sprawling map that this guy had put together. And I know largely it's just office rooms and mm. stuff. But... It's really impressive and I I don't think it's going to it's not going to take any business away from from the Stanley Parable. Mm. I wouldn't have thought. Um and that would be a rare example because as you said, no one's going to be remaking Final Fantasy 7 remake in yeah. dreams. They might do the like the opening mission and mm-hmm. it'll be wow, look at this amazing thing that someone's been able to do in dreams, but I don't think it's not going to make them lose any business no. necessarily. Uh the the aspect of whether or not People who make Dreams levels that are really successful should be compensated mm. is a whole other discussion. However, in this instance, I don't think companies have anything to worry about truly, but it might be too early to say. Yeah. Who's who's to know where Dreams is going to be in six months' time? Yeah. It, it could be in a completely different place.
0: Yeah, we'll have to watch it. Watch this space. We will.
1: But that's what
0: I played. It was a lot. It was. It um, was. And those two little questions included weren't part of the, the questions we've brought today. No. They were bonus ones relating to what you've been playing. Yeah. So we're only moving on to question two now. Ridiculous. Ben, would you
1: like to read Callum's Story's question? I'd love to read Callum's Story. Callum's Story. Callum's Story says, if you could choose any game over three years old to have a new final DLC released, which would you choose and why? This could be it to add an epilogue, wrap up a loose story arc, or just to add a few more hours of fun to a game you've already played to death. Oh. Peter, yeah. if there was a game, mm. three years old, Yeah. three years old, exactly older, three than th- years. older than <laughs> three years old, mm. and you thought, man, I wish there was more to it, mm. what would it be?
0: Well, I specifically didn't. I didn't necessarily just bring my favourite games that I'd like to play more of, because I think some games... I just did a nice neat little package Ooh. and don't really need anything else added onto them. As much as I would like to play it, I think, you know, let it be, let it be, let it be, let, let it be. be. Uh,
1: however, whisper words of wisdom.
0: Yeah, let it be. Uh, I think there are a couple of games that I did enjoy that I would like to see more of. One of them is Little Nightmares. We played the DLC of that, didn't we? On, we, t- well, we played the, the whole game and the DLC of that on stream. And uh, mm. I just love the whole aesthetic and atmosphere in that game. And I want to see more weird sort of bogeyman style monsters coming at you, going to yep. get you, uh, see what else they can do. I mean, Little Nightmares 2 is on the way. You're getting a sequel. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're releasing bits of concept art and things on, they've got an official Twitter account, it's just like at Little Nightmares 2 or something like that. And they're showing off little little, nightmares, little nightmares. nightmares yeah, <laughs> uh, from that, which is, it's all very exciting. But, you know, if I could just wave a magic wand and have some more Little Nightmares tomorrow yeah. rather than have to wait for the sequel, then I would do that. Mm-hmm. Also Battlefront 2, you know, it's a much maligned game, but one that I sometimes defend on the podcast. Um, I enjoyed the story of that game, uh, despite the fact that it was essentially just made up of multiplayer objectives that were crudely disguised as single-player single player <laughs> yeah. action. Um, but, you know, story-wise, gameplay aside, I would like to see more of that. They did one little uh, bit, of, bit of DLC called, I think it was called Aftermath, which came out just before The Last Jedi came out. And I did wonder whether they might surprise us with a bit of uh pre-rise of skywalker uh, action they didn't okay um but you know i'm always up for more star wars so
1: i would i would take that for sure yeah uh what about you i've only got one noted down actually because mm-hmm. when i think back as you said i think most of the games that i really liked were kind of that was good or they already had dlc mm. and and so on so i'm choosing arkham asylum batman arkham asylum okay which I believe didn't have DLC. I should have checked. Certainly didn't have story DLC. Mm. And because that's the... I still prefer... I think I prefer Arkham City to yeah. Arkham Asylum. But I think Arkham Asylum is the better constructed game in right. terms of Metroidvania-style yes. returning to areas with new gadgets and stuff and uh, and so on. I would love it if there was just... Perhaps a, a DLC of some kind or an expansion where oh wait there's another wing of the prison oh and you go in there and it's got it's got our villain that isn't necessarily in that game mm. running it and this is assuming that Arkham City and Arkham Knight hadn't come out yet yeah and they just had a villain they hadn't used running that part of the asylum and it mm. and it was just entire because Arkham Asylum did a brilliant job of letting all of these bad boys and girls share the screen together yeah but. I feel like this would this expansion would probably really allow for one villain to shine and perhaps play out a famous – I haven't got any off the top of my head – but perhaps play out a famous comic book storyline, Yeah, but just in this expansion. So whatever it is that they need to do to Batman. So say if it was all about Bane, maybe he just breaks his back at the start of the DLC. Oh, God. And you've got to sort of slowly – Recuperate, and you know, know Batman in a in just, a hospital got, like, ward. Inject himself with adrenaline or something, and wear some kind of exo suit just to try and take down Bane. And it, you know, he gets mobbed by thugs and stuff. I don't know, but I feel like an expansion to Arkham Asylum could have allowed for some some pretty cool stuff like mm-hmm. that, maybe. Uh, but that's 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 mine. I've got one more sort of
0: wild card entry. Wow, because um, it's from a PS uh, PS2 game, so no possible DLC capabilities there right but it's a game i've touched on before in the podcast it's called haven and uh, it was meant to be the first part of a trilogy mm. it didn't sell well enough so the other two didn't come out and the first part of the trilogy ended with your protagonist being chained to a rock uh, and left to die brilliant and the villain even says to you right in your face before the credits roll all that effort for nothing and then that—that's it. And you're like, yeah, actually, yeah. What it was what? What did I do that for? What was the point? Yeah. So, I'd like an epilogue for that, please, where he escapes his chains, where and you suddenly day. win. <laughs> yeah. Just very in the space of like two hours, you know, the entire rest of the trilogy they had planned just plays out. But, yeah. yeah.
1: Or maybe just a cutscene. Yeah. He's he gets all up in your face and you're chained up. Yeah. And, and, and you he, go, oh, hang him. on. The chains aren't done up. And he goes, oh. Swear words, Oh, And then flipped. you punch him
0: so hard he explodes. Yeah. And then the credits roll. And then chain him up and leave him. Beautiful. Yeah. What an
1: ending. That's what I like. It's time to move on to something very strange. Ooh. It's Weird News. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. A lot can happen in three years, like a
0: chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare Tri-Term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1. dot com. It's time for the section where we do weird news. It's called Weird News. It is. Um, I've got a weird new... news. Do...
1: I wonder where they're going.
0: Yeah, so hastily. Hopefully to a shop where they sell rubber soled shoes.
1: That would be nice, wouldn't or it? Or
0: very, very thick
1: shag. Welcome to the tiptoe floor.
0: Mm. Uh, I've got a weird news story right here. It's according to Kotaku, mm. uh, and it's written by Luke Plunkett. We know that one. We do know that one. Eleven-year-old. I'll start that again. Eleven-year-old grand theft auto fan caught driving real car. Oh. Eleven year old. Eleven years old. An eleven year old in Blackpool, England has been caught by local police driving an actual car. All because a family member, quote, was fed up with the child playing Grand Theft Auto all day on the PlayStation.
1: So it so the family member took it away, or what what's the connection there? Well,
0: yeah. Lancaster Police said the boy was driving this Vauxhall Astra, pictured below, around a car park, having been brought there by the unnamed family member for practice. Oh, it's oh, opening, I was opening the Twitter it's app. Opening a tweet. I tried to open the, tried to enlarge the photo for Ben there.
1: Oh but... dear, it's okay.
0: This Vauxhall Astra.
1: Whoa, that is
0: one hell of an Astra. It is. God. It's red. I see you, baby, shaking that Astra. Very good. There's an embedded tweet here from Lanks Road Police who say, The driver of this car was 11 years old. Yes, 11. A family member was fed up with the child playing GTA all day on the PlayStation, so brought him out to practice driving on a car oh, park. Oh, no. In Blackpool. Oh, for God's sake. Um we go back to the article, despite the adults' best intentions, they've been reported for traffic offences. Brilliant. Yeah, great.
1: That, I mean, is. at least they
0: didn't take the kid out to... Shoot. Tie a man up and pull his teeth out with pliers. That's true. Could have done that. Zap
1: his nipples with the car battery. Or stamp a man's head so much he gets brain on his shoe. Yeah. Which is also... I, d- I don't... People love, loved Trevor. I found him repulsive. Yeah, me too. I thought he was just... It, Trevor was a bit much for me. I didn't enjoy him as a character. No, I thought he was so shock factory. He was supposed to be um, almost satirical,
0: and yeah. it, he wasn't supposed to. There was, there's apparently some like subtext there where you have to have a really high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. Of course, yeah. But you know, he it, 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 it wasn't obvious to me. He just seemed a bit gratuitous, really. Yeah, it
1: was just a bit meme lordy, wasn't it? Yeah, just a bit. Just like it wasn't funny. It's was just like, all right, we get it, and settle down,
0: mate. Yeah. That was weird. It was pretty weird. That's weird. You got something weird for me? I have
1: got something weird for you. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. It's from Push Square. We know that one. We do. Written by Sammy Barker. We know that one. Yeah. You've met him. You do know that one. Okay. Pro FIFA 20 match decided by rock, paper, scissors. Oh. After server issues is the subtitle. Right. <laughs> While the world of live football continues to lament the use of the controversial VAR, professional FIFA 20 is also under attack after elite players claimed they were forced to decide the outcome of a qualifying game using rock, paper, scissors. This is because the servers for the title weren't fully functional, so it prevented the pair from connecting to each other online. What? There's a tweet. This is from Sean Gale Galia. Galia. This is this is from Sean. I cannot believe it, two exclamation marks, at EA Sports FIFA at EA FIFA Direct. We literally had to play a a rock, paper, scissors because we couldn't find each other to invite in an EA licensed qualifier. WTF, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, two crying emojis. I am done. I thought you were going to say that
0: like there was a problem just with like the penalty shootout or something at the end. Like they... They, it was a draw. Right. They'd done extra time. Mm-hmm. It was still a draw. It goes to penalties. And then suddenly there was some like glitch or something and like, you know, they disconnected. And then they were like, okay, well, maybe rock papers. That rock, would be paper, slightly more understandable
1: because it's, you know, it's a tiebreaker. But they didn't even play their match. No, they didn't. Unbelievable. It's an embarrassing look for EA Sports and it's been forced to comment on what it claims is a unique situation, but the hardcore community continues to be disgruntled by the soccer sim with star Donovan Tex Hunt, Tex, T-E-K-K-Z that is, not T-E-X, as in techers, I'm Mm -hmm. assuming. Disgusting. Claiming no one enjoys playing it in a startling (laughs) post-match interview a couple of weeks ago. Would you like to hear that clip?
0: Yeah? Here we
1: go. Come on now. Come on now. I've pressed play. I've pressed play. Do I have to press it again?
0: The game is so, like, unrewarding that anyone can win. Like, guys who aren't good can win on FIFA 20. And no one enjoys playing it, but, you know, um,
1: we're here. And I'm in the same final now. So, yeah, that's that. There we go. That's a
0: professional FIFA He sounds player. like a professional FIFA player. He doesn't no sound No one enjoys up. playing it. Like, But even people who aren't good at the game can yeah. win. <laughs> yeah, Shut true. up. Sounds
1: like me. Yeah. That's something I would say when I lose to my brother who's nine years younger than me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing I don't understand about this news because it makes for a great headline, right? Mm. And it's widely reported on. But there, it doesn't solve the head, the, the head paper scissors, yeah. which is clearly the name of the game. Yeah. Heder, header uh, volley overhead kick. Mm-hmm. It doesn't solve, surely, who wins the game in game. If it's a if it's a licensed EA qualifier, it doesn't matter, like we could be in a tournament, yeah, right? and it's it's in, say, worms, mm. and it matches us up in worms, and yeah. we have to play each other. The servers don't work. We say, ah, oh, all right, let's play rock paper scissors. It doesn't matter who wins. The game doesn't know, we're still tied up, aren't we? Right. We're still meant to play each other. if it's if it's uh, if it's in the game, mm. EA sports, it's in the game. How how is it meant to know you've played rock paper scissors in real life to determine a winner? Well, Does one person have to forfeit because that that's what I don't understand. It's not really explained anywhere that I've seen how it was communicated to EA yeah. post rock paper scissors. Did you say this was at an event or it was just in a tournament? It was just in a in a qualify it seemed like they were at home.
0: Oh right. Okay, well I guess they would have to be otherwise you would just play locally. So no, you're yeah. right there. I kind of in my head I just imagine them at some sort of EA tournament yeah and you know there was an issue and they played rock paper scissors and then reported it to some adjudicator who was there and said well i guess he won then but
1: yeah if they were at home How's the game meant How to How do you even play Rock, Paper, Scissors remotely anyway? I guess this on is, Skype. This is what I don't understand. Yeah. And I, d- I don't fault Push Square for this because it's been reported by a few places and none of them. Mm. I looked at the original tweet thread. There's no context given for this. Right. It was just, oh, we had to play Rock, Paper, Scissors because FIFA wouldn't work. It's like I have so many questions. Why not just wait until FIFA works? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the tournament's not going is... to continue without you if it's their fault. And I'm not saying that... that you know, FIFA 20 is blameless in this because clearly FIFA 20 has a lot wrong with it. Yeah. But in this particular instance, I don't understand how playing a game of rock paper scissors is meant to advance anyone in this tournament, mm. or how, especially if it's a qualifying match of some kind, or it's a it's EA rankings or something. Yeah, what are you meant to do? Maybe one of them just has to forfeit, which gives the other person the victory by default but nobody said that and then it's an honor so system d- anyway yeah they might not do it so I, d- I don't understand there's there's more context needed for this but either way it's not it's not great for fifa 20 yeah it's mad it's had a lot of uh, a lot of bad press oh dear uh, it's time to move on to a question mhm from Archers
0: B. cray it be it be who who want to read
1: what are your what are you guys opinions on over the top physics in games? IE Red Dead Redemption 1, GTA 4, even the Minority Report game. Do you prefer games with over the top or less than realistic physics? I for one love the over the top physics in games. Me too. Me 3. I Thoroughly enjoyed
0: playing Minority Report for Worst Games Ever, uh, which at the time of release came out a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Um, especially when we added the silly cheats uh-huh. that had men sticking to us and smashing through windows and stuff like that. Yeah. It was great. Um, I've always loved Ragdoll Physics. Uh, I never played Skate, but that looked
1: super fun. Yeah. Um, I was really bad at it. It was a game that I'd uh, I'd like to be good at, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. Yeah couldn't do it
0: um i actually misread this question when i looked at the running order and didn't see that minority report had been mentioned i just saw red dead and gta right i wrote minority report as one of my answers well there you go yeah um but i've got loads i'll just name them because i'm not going to talk about each one i might Mm -hmm. talk about one or two there was a game are you aware of midnight club yes the driving series i believe in midnight club one that was quite an early form of I, i i'm fairly sure if you hit pedestrians their limbs would just go everywhere. <laughs> and uh, okay. I've got a vivid memory of playing it uh, when I was, I mean, a fair bit younger, because it's a PS2 game, mm. and uh, running over this woman. Uh, and or, she, man. W- or man. Or uh, man. And she, or he, said, Somebody get me an ambulance. And her arms were just <laughs> wobbling all over. I'm pretty oh, sure so people no. might correct me and go, There's no ragdoll physics in Midnight.
1: What are you talking about? It's at midnight. Everyone's in bed. Um,
0: but... uh I'm, I'm pretty sure it was that. It may have been the sequel or something. But yeah, Midnight Club. It's, good. it's a good game. Excellent. Um, Skyrim, animals flopping around when you smash them or getting hit by giants. That's, yeah. that's a lot of fun. Um, Hitman 2, that's an early game. I think actually Hitman 1 had uh, the ability to drag bodies around. But Hitman 2, I played... I'm talking about the original run of Hitman games right. here. That was the first Hitman game I played. And that blew my mind at the time that you could like drag a body around and and hide it you know put it somewhere where the guards aren't going to find it yeah um and there was a lot of interesting flopping going on there you could sort of drop them off balconies and things like that and that was always that was always fun um the fifa impact engine right that's <laughs> when great. that first
1: debuted yeah
0: that was excellent <laughs> super fun i don't actually play much fifa but i've seen enough of i've seen clips online you know that's that makes it one of my favorite ragdoll physics engines in the world
1: if you play rock paper scissors and you lose your entire
0: body just
1: (laughs) just flops down
0: yeah Um, and finally Max Payne Mm. It's great isn't it that is a good one with the bullet time combined oh it's good sort of flopping around great yeah launching yourself at
1: people phenomenal stuff yeah it really is I have a few yeah GTA 4 what Mm. my friends and I used to do uh, when I went to when I had people over, or, or I went over to theirs, or you know my friend's house in in particular, who had GTA Four, we would get on a motorbike because mm-hmm. the physics in GTA Four were fantastic. Yeah,
0: was weird. Was it called Epi- Epidemic? I think that engine was called something like that. Euphoria. Or, oh, Euphoria. That was Euphoria. You with
1: an E. Something like Epidemic. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been reading the news too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we would. There was a particular stretch of road where you could get silly speeds in gta 4 on the on the superbikes. Mm. so much so that the world around you blurred yeah and if you hit a vehicle head-on you would be launched from the uh from from the bike and probably the most disturbing thing is actually it's quite realistic physics mm-hmm. wise but you could go so far and so high yeah that we used to just have competitions to see how far we could launch ourselves <laughs> off yeah. motorbikes which is quite horrible, actually. <laughs> uh, in GTA V, there's a button you can press or a combination of buttons where you just flop. Yeah, so, jump and punch. Yes. Yeah. So I like to jump and flop just onto cars and into yeah. signs and off buildings, and that was always fun. Uh, at a time where I didn't think it was very fun, and this is part of the reason why I ended up actually just not finishing it, was Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. The How easy it is for your horse to die is frustrating anyway. Uh, but I had a couple of instances where I was near the edge of something or slowly make my way down it and there's clearly just a number or a threshold of of digits that the game reaches where it suddenly decides okay ragdoll physics go Mm -hmm. and you just go and you curl up in a ball and just roll down a hill and take so much damage yeah and it's the same with the horses as well it just you you fall down or you slide down one hill Mm. a, a, a hill that's just slightly too steep, and, its legs and the just game go. just goes into overdrive of like, well, whoops, here yeah. we go. It made for a good video at
0: Vidyots when we had to kill like it five did. horses in five minutes or something. It did make
1: for a good video without
0: a gun, but uh, it's very frustrating when you're trying to actually play the game legit. Yeah, it's not, it's not ideal. Because it's not always
1: perfect. Well, there we go. It's time, Peter. It to is to move on to a big, di- a big discussion. It's time for a big discussion. That's big true. discussion time. Ba-do-ba-ba. This question comes from Chav Chav. Chav Chav Rams. Chav Chav Rams. He does. He Chav-chav says Chav does Rams. This table is so slidey. I'm going to do a new <laughs> script. <laughs> can't even <laughs> pick it up. Chav Chav says, Hello boys, it's been a little while. While I was busy with other things, I've been keeping an eye on the gaming industry. And the one thing that keeps coming up is the C virus. Don't say the actual name because YouTube will demonetize you immediately. Is that they, true? Well, they did last time oh, when yeah. we did the podcast, about which had the weird news about um, the plague ink sales spiking, mm. presumably because people were doing running simulations. That got demonetized and we appealed it and they confirmed it was not suitable for most advertisers. Uh, gave no reason why. So it's just like, well, I wish they would just give. a Can we reason? just not talk about viruses that are really important? Then is that not allowed? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll call it the C virus. Can we come up with a better name? It sounds like a Resident Evil thing, doesn't it? It does. Oh, yeah. we've got
0: the sample of the C virus here.
1: Wasn't that in? Um, well, I'm trying to remember any of any of any character's name now. Yeah. <laughs> El- she- Shelley Birkin. Shelly Birkin. She had the C virus. The C virus. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Mm. She's fine. Um, forgotten where I am. The C virus. Don't say it on YouTube, it will you immediately. Sony has pulled out of virtually everything and others are following to the point where GDC has been cancelled. Mm. How will this fare for E3 and the long-awaited PS5 reveal? Discuss! Yep. GDC cancelled. Um,
0: Eve Online Fan Fest cancelled. Yep. Um, Plague Inc. Has talked now, about that before. It's gone. It's gone now. In China. Uh, Can't but, play it. I believe that the reason Plague Inc. has been taken down is because they said... I've read an article about this and they said, we always see spikes in sales whenever there's any kind of sort of disease outbreak, not just C-virus. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, we understand why people, you know, people are more interested in how these things are transmitted when there's an imminent, th- a seemingly an imminent threat. Yeah. Um, and I think basically the reason, they didn't say it in so many words, but I, I, I think the reason they took it down is because they thought, we don't want people using our video game as medical advice they say we uh try and base our game on we we'll try and give it a lot of realism mm. and believability and you know base it on actual uh disease transmission mechanics in the real world but d- please don't just look at Plague Inc and think, oh, well, this is how C-Virus is going to move around the world. Here's what I should and shouldn't do based on this game. So I think that's why they took it down.
1: They didn't take it down. The Chinese government took it down.
0: Oh, well, maybe for that reason, but the Chinese government took it down.
1: Yeah. I mean, the Chinese government they're awful. They do um, seem to be being they're, awful. They're really, really terrible. Who would have thought it? Yeah. Um, I did actually see a post at the time where they said they were um, they were really disappointed that it had been taken down and they right. were working. They'd been given no explanation and they were trying to get it back up for their Chinese players. Okay. Um, obviously, everything you said is correct. Mm. Nobody should get medical advice from no. Plague Inc. It is a video game, but it is a, a quite... You know, it's it's a pretty decent simulation of how this thing works. Well that
0: that quote may may have been from them playing devil's advocate, saying,
1: Oh, we understand you know, we don't
0: want people to use it As medical advice, but we'd rather it hadn't been taken down off the internet.
1: That's probably what they were saying there. So the Chinese government pulled that, which is a shame. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, Switch production has been delayed for the Japanese market. Oh, really? Uh, The Outer Worlds Switch port has been delayed currently because the Singapore-based developer is currently closed. Right. Apparently everyone there is fine, but they've just closed Mm. as a precaution. Uh, And Oculus Quest... Which everybody and their everybody and their mum is trying to pre-order uh, because of Half-Life Alex. Mm-hmm. That's on back order because none of them are being made currently.
0: Well, I mean, you don't want to be sharing headsets, do you? If I thought you, you don't want to be sharing
1: headsets, do you? No, it's technically headsets, I suppose, in a way. Yeah. So there's been all sorts of stuff that's been cancelled. Pax seemingly is going ahead. Slash, I don't know when it happens. Mm-hmm. I pay no attention to Pax because it's irrelevant to us. Yeah. Um, but
0: as video game journalists. I did yeah. <laughs> I did hear that
1: that was going ahead, uh, but with increased hygiene standards put right. in place. You did a, a very accurate tweet yeah. about hopefully people just maintain this level of hygiene. Full stop. Well, because it's the interesting thing
0: is certainly the the UK government, and I'm sure pretty much all the other governments around the world, or, or at least not in nations where. C virus is absolutely rife, but, you know, in the US, etc., uh, we're being told, look, just wash your hands for 20 seconds when you come in from work or you come in from public transport before you eat. Uh, just don't wash-
1: lick any bus stops. Yeah, just
0: wash your hands thoroughly, sneeze into a tissue and, uh, you know, just be a, a, a clean person. Now, for me, I don't know about everyone else, I wash my hands before I eat all the time. When I'm in the office, especially, you know, I always wash my hands before lunchtime. I, I tend to wash them when I arrive in from the my commute in either direction. Um, and, you know, I wash them for a reasonable amount of time. And I kind of feel like there shouldn't have been a spike
1: in soap sales <laughs> Uh, or anti-antibacterial hand wash because yeah, it's not that's not it's how not it's transferal. No. Antibacterial hand wash is going to do nothing. It's viral. Gel. It's not doing anything.
0: Uh, but even hand gel aside, there's been a massive spike in just like Carex and and Sanex uh, liquid soap. All the
1: toilet rolls gone from
0: Japan as yeah, well. Yeah, it has. There shouldn't have been a spike in hand soap because the government have told you please just continue to wash your hands in a normal way. People should always have been buying this much soap. Yeah. Because that's how you should be washing you, your hands You should all go the time. through it
1: because that's what it's for. But it's
0: very telling that the moment the government say, it's really important you wash your hands for 20 seconds before you eat and when you've been moving around in the pub, you know, outside, yeah. suddenly people are like, oh, I better buy some soap then for my house. God.
1: Yeah. I like the green one because it looks pretty next to my sink. Yeah. I don't use it, of course. It's just to look at. Sure. See, I, honestly, I da- I don't, and I don't know that many other people do, mm. wash their hands for 20 seconds, usually. I'm not there counting 20 seconds. No, I've I will, not I, 20 I will, seconds. I will lather for like maybe a couple of seconds and then rinse off again. Mm-hmm. But 20 seconds, I feel like, is the only distinction that, that is really going to change how I behave myself. I've always been a bit of a germaphobe, personally. Have you? Yeah. You must love going well, to EGX, man. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. Well, we always have uh, alcoholic hand gel with us there, don't we? We do, after any use of a controller or anything. Don't yeah. touch your
1: face. Don't touch your face. Well,
0: my mum, when we used to come in from school, she would always... We would sort of like take our shoes off at the door, and then she'd go, "Have you washed your hands? Wash your hands. The uh, outside
1: world is dirty and wants to take you away." Yeah,
0: my mum is is. It's sort of a running joke in my family how germophobic she is. So I think right. some of it has rubbed off on me. Uh, almost,
1: almost literally. Not like <laughs> alcoholic hand gel though. No, because it dries almost immediately. It doesn't work again. Alcoholic hand gel. It's not going to help you here. No. Just wash your hands. It
0: will stop you getting
1: other bacterial yeah. stuff, but... It won't stop the C virus. No, because it's a virus. And it'll turn you into a zombie. Yeah. Because we're talking about Resident Evil. Now, the main question here, how is this going to affect stuff? In terms of the next-gen consoles, mm. obviously, they are overwhelmingly manufactured in China, which yes. is has been very, very heavily hit by the C virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so, in fact, that I'm sure you've seen the graphic of the pollution levels Currently yes. in China have dropped in just just by such a factor that I can't even think of a number in my head because no one's going outside. No one's there. Foxconn, all the companies that make this stuff, um, nobody's there. Mm. Nobody's making it. So I think that uh, I mean, there's no way to know for sure. But as long as everyone is sensible and company companies and uh, well companies exercise sort of restraint in terms of asking people to come into work if they're mm. not well but also countries don't underreport the amount of cases that are going on yes and actually put in place measures where people can go and get tested and not charged several thousand dollars America uh then this thing could could be tackled not easily but it could be tackled mm. and while it's going to spread for a little while, there's a very good chance that it will start to die down by the time we're looking at new consoles actually being manufactured yeah. towards the end of the summer. So that may not be impacted too much. Right now, there's going to be an impact. Mm-hmm. And as Chav Chav Ram Ram says, Chav, Chav Chav Rammer says, yeah, Sony are pulling out of everything. A lot of companies are pulling out of stuff. I'm kind of worried about E3. I don't know if E3 is going to go ahead. Oh Yeah, might not. But if they follow the lead... That PAX puts on, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on how they decide to tackle it. And if people come away and they all got the C virus, Mm -hmm. then something that was not a good idea, clearly. And gamers, let's not generalize, but. You you see some absolute specimens at these at these conventions. It people, smells
0: really almost immediately after opening. The whole place smells. People weird. for whom
1: hygiene is not a priority, mm. and that's not everyone, but they are certainly there, mm. and you can tell who they are. Yeah. E three sounds like an utter nightmare at yeah. this point. Hopefully things will have started to clear up by then, but I'm not convinced that E three the convention will necessarily happen. Mm. We've spoken about E3 quite extensively. That doesn't mean that there aren't going to be a load of conferences surrounding that because people don't need to be there. And in fact, if E3 is scaled back or cancelled entirely this year, and all these companies have got to find another way of showing people their games, and they do it through live streams, they might all actually realise, huh, we didn't need to go, did we? (laughs) Maybe we don't go next year. It'll
0: be another win for each is the sort of personal direct uh stream Who would
1: have it? thought that the c virus can be put in the <laughs> column of, of reasons not e3 shouldn't be around anymore
0: yeah um i certainly wouldn't like to be wandering around a, a convention hall at the moment
1: especially as it's becoming more consumer focused rather than mm. retail and press focused
0: and also given that c virus is as we say not bacterial if it was then i wouldn't feel so bad as long as i just had loads of hand gel with me. And I'm sure they would just like fill the convention halls with like hand gel dispensers. Everyone would probably be relatively okay as long as they don't sneeze on each other, Mm -hmm. you know. But, you know, you can't even like do so much in terms of washing your hands when you know you're using controllers that other people have been using and yeah
1: sniffling on you're in a queue and yeah breathing the same air mm-hmm. you're all cramped into a into a little theater to watch something and yeah. someone starts coughing exactly oh god
0: so no i mean it, it might be the wise thing to do i mean if, if anything i think packs need to maybe check themselves a little bit in the grand scheme of things what i should say is I don't agree with all the scaremongering going on about this. Mm. I think, I mean, I'm coming at it from the, the privileged position of a white, middle-class male from the United Kingdom, but I think it's not going to be the apocalypse that the media really like to sell it as. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, over in you know China particularly, and also places like Italy, it's not... It's not going so well over there. No. And it's still something that definitely needs tackling. People are dying. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, for the most part, we're, we're all probably going to be okay. Yeah. On average, you will be fine. Statistically, you
1: are going to be okay. A few of you might die statistically. Yeah, but not you. But not the important ones. No. Not, not you. No, obviously it's horrible. Uh, yeah, you know, of Anything course. that involves human human lives being lost is, is no, uh, yeah, is is tragic and horrible, and that that's obviously how we both feel. Uh, but you're right this this will this will go away. Mm. The media flip storm surrounding it is ridiculous, and you have to. Again, this goes for politics as much as anything else, including the C virus. You have to be very aware of who's telling you it's going wrong because Mm. they might have a financial interest in telling you that it's going wrong. So you buy their products.
0: Yeah. Um, But, or even so, you just buy their their newspaper to hear how badly yeah, it's going how wrong. How badly
1: is it? But they do realise that newspapers, you can just open those and look in them, right? Mm. You don't even need to buy them. You can just look inside them.
0: Don't even touch them. They Idiots. might have C-virus on them.
1: Yeah, and also I think it's... What's worse, C-virus or that ink residue that's oh, left on no. your hands after newspapers? Like that. I think it's the ink that's left on your hands. I don't, obviously. No, people are dying. The important know. thing is that... While it may seem extreme that everyone's getting sprayed down with stuff when mm. they're getting off planes and people are being put into quarantine and isolation and told not to go places if they're feeling unwell. Thrown around in the streets of China. Well, not that bit. That's oh, well, not part of the point. That's not part of the point I'm about to <laughs> okay. make. It may seem extreme, but this is how this is tackled. Sure, because right. if Because if it wasn't not physically tackled <laughs> no. in China, but... This is, this is how this kind of stuff is tackled. It might be scary to see that, mm. but that's just how it that's has how to it. be to make sure things don't go any further. Mm. And slowly things will be repealed and things will go back to normal. Yeah. But for now, just be sensible. I don't think it's going to affect video games too much, honestly, um, apart from the the very present danger that's, that's being threatened. Mm. And... It's, you know, it's it's widely predicted, especially in the UK, that the amount of cases is going to rise because it's going to. Yeah. It, that's just how this stuff works. But as long as everybody is sensible mm. and, you know, as you said, we're very fortunate to have, to be in this country and yeah, have very good healthcare. care, yeah. um, then, then everything's probably going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And we didn't necessarily want to turn this into a discussion about, don't worry, the C virus can't get you. But, no, but I was larger, aware than, that we're... larger than games... Yeah, You know, this, this is this is the reason why Sony is not sending their staff to GDC and so many others have pulled out as well, to the extent that it's been cancelled. Yeah,
0: and I think that it was worth adding it, given that, you know, I was saying, oh, God, I wouldn't like to be at E3. It's, it's, it's horrible. We're all going to die of C-Virus. I thought, well, hang on, no. I mean, this is part of the problem is that media outlets and, and you know, people all, all the people are hearing is we're all going to die. You need to panic. Go out and buy all of the toilet roll. That's not true. No. You don't need to do that. And I thought it was worth uh, adding in. But yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. There we go. I hope that uh, I hope that helps. And mm. uh, that's that's sort of the state the games industry is in as of the time of this recording. There may be more things cancelled. PAX may be cancelled if it's not already happening. Who bloody knows? Let's mm. find out. When is PAX East? I think it's PAX East. Yeah, it's it's happened. <laughs> Here's what I found, it's happened. It's happened. That oh. was. Uh, end of february to march the first so that's already gone oh great that's well, already done good for them we'll see if anything has happened since then it's mm. not been that long that's all for us today let us know what you think in the comments below and why not tweet us and get in touch and creak about on yeah the let us of know
0: others. how annoying that is in the comments below because it's
1: really annoying for us mm. peter how can people get in touch with us
0: we're Team Triple Jump. We're Team Triple Jump everywhere. Um, our content goes out on YouTube.com and Twitch.tv forward slash Team Triple Jump, where we do videos and also live streams, which are moderated by Lord Brotovich and Cecil Prumps. We've got social media: Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. Facebook is very well looked after by Luke the Elden Ring. Yes, uh, his last
1: name is Ring. Yes, it Luke is Luke the Elden. The Elden
0: Ring. Ring. Luke Elden. Thank you, Luke. Mr. Ring. Uh, we have got a patreon patreon.com forward slash team triple jump all kinds of rewards there early worst games asking questions on the podcast uh, one of the rewards that you can get actually is uh, all all the all the patrons one dollar or more get access to an exclusive room in our discord no they don't a text chat. It's not a, it's not a hello. hello. That's a special one. That's, That's a different $10, $10 one. We'll talk to you at, with our actual voices. Hello. Uh, well, hello. <laughs> hello. We've got a... You can listen to the audio. Hello. You can listen to the audio version of the podcast at play.acast.com forward slash S forward slash triple jump. But it's it's everywhere. It's Spotify and, and stuff. Just look on there. Finally, we've got a website. Yep. triplej.mup. Where we've got a shop and hopefully at time of release, uh, if if things go to plan at the end of this week, we might have a new job posting on there. If not, it will be coming up very, very soon. So yeah. uh, check
1: out the website. Cliff notes that you need to know, it's going to be for a video editor position. Yeah, You have to be UK based yes. and it has to be with a mindset that if you're actually any good, you would move up here and work with us. Yeah, So consider... Consider your chances now. Yeah, so if you're not have able to be UK to, based though, that's the important thing. If you can't tick those boxes
0: and you don't think you'd be able don't to, don't
1: move. even bother. Don't waste our time. Flip off. Flip you.
0: No, don't keep keep your eyes peeled. If if you don't, if that doesn't apply to you, there may be more positions available
1: eventually. But absolutely, that's what we're posting soon. There's also a new shirt coming to the shop, which is very exciting. We're just waiting on samples to come in. We'll let you know all about it very soon. It's Ooh. done with some more wonderful art from our beautiful audience of fantastic people yes and it's very good you should uh, well again we'll talk about it on here when it's ready peter mm-hmm. people can follow us anywhere not in real life don't that's... It's upsetting. They don't physically follow us around. Instagram, at that Peter Austin and at benpotter20. Twitter, at that Peter Austin and at confused underscore dude. We do lists every Tuesday and Thursday. Streams every Monday, Tuesday and Thursday. Monday and Tuesday being on Twitch, the solo streams. Thursday being on YouTube, the joint blazed streams. Worst games ever. It's fortnightly, Friday for patrons of a certain tier, just $5. You get it two days before everyone else. Sunday is when everyone else gets it. It's a worst games ever week. It was good, wasn't it? Did you enjoy it, patrons of a certain tier?
0: I've not finished editing it yet, so I'm hoping it's a good one.
1: I enjoyed recording it. Yeah, that was fun. The podcast is every Saturday and we do shows every other week. Obviously, there's no show this week because it's a Worst Games week. But next week, it will be an episode of Cut Content. Mm. Where we uh, talk to a guest about their video game pet peeves, the things they wish they could cut from the world of video games. Might be uh, a familiar face. Might be someone you recognise. Or work with. Well, not that you work with no, them. No, you don't work we, with them. We work with them. <laughs> but you might work with them <laughs> if the job <laughs> listing is up and available. Yeah. I think that's it. Leave us a review on iTunes if you wouldn't mind. That'd be great. And I am sorry to shatter your entire universe once again, but the sponsor is Dreams. And this whole podcast has been someone's dream creation. We'll be back in the regular studio next week. This is all just a construct from within Dreams. Also, let us know in the comments what you think of our new shiny thing. It's real. It's got water in it. No. Oh, wait. It's not real. It's in dreams. Uh, Media Molecule, you've bamboozled us again. Am I real? No. Is real real? But the end of this show is... Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. Wash your hands and stay safe. Wash your hands, everybody. Everybody, wash your hands. Goodbye. Have you washed that hand that you're waving? Well, not since we started... Not since we started doing the podcast. I'm going to go wash it now. Okay.